Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. It's time for another Pinball Profile. My name is Jeff Teolis. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all past episodes, subscriptions, and more. You can join our Facebook group. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Pinball Profile. And you can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. Before we talk about what an incredible in-disc tournament we just had, a little bit of housekeeping. First off, a massive thank you to Stephen Bowden, Tracy Lindbergh, Travis Murray, Mrs. Pin, and Dr. Pin for filling in for me and providing some wonderful Pinball Profile episodes. Thank you very much for that. I know you're bummed I'm back, but they did such a wonderful job and I can't thank them enough. Secondly, since the last time we spoke, we've lost Lyman Sheets, and we've heard wonderful tributes everywhere. I know Martin Robbins and myself, we put our thoughts together on Final Round, Episode 50, and I welcome you to listen to that. Other podcasts have done a wonderful job as they pay respects to not only the greatest coder in pinball, one of the best players, what a wonderful man, great sense of humor, intelligent, and a wonderful partner to Penny Epstein. So we certainly think of Lyman, and we will for quite some time. I mean, every time we play one of his games, there'll be a little smile for LFS. But I certainly hope Penny, his family, and friends are doing well. And the last thing I'd like to say is I can't thank you enough. I'm talking about the people listening to this episode, the people that have sent me messages, posts, very overwhelming, unbelievably supportive. I saw it firsthand at Indisc with people coming up to me and asking, is everything okay? And I appreciate that. It seems for now all matters of concern have been settled. But quite honestly, as we just mentioned Lyman, when I think of whatever problems I or others have, there are bigger ones out there. And that perspective was important. And again, being able to talk about Lyman, like Martin and I did on Final Round, it helped us share our emotions, our thoughts, and maybe, perhaps, someone listening will open communications to help prevent any depressions or other things that people may have. Because it is really simple to do, to be able to talk to somebody, to show that you care. And a lot of times, that's just the medicine that's required. So, thank you everybody. I know Indisc was the prescription I needed because it was, as it always has been, wonderful. But a lot of changes have happened. We last had Indisc in 2020 in Banning, California at the Museum of Pinball. That's gone. The location is gone. So Jim Belsito, Carl D'Angelo, Bob Matthews, Damian Charletti, Jay Collins, the entire staff worked hours and days and weeks and months to put this event together in Riverside, California at a convention center. Lots of space, wonderful lighting, safety precautions, and a lot of hauling pinball machines, getting them tested. If you could only see what was done behind the scenes, you'd probably appreciate it even more than you do. Case in point, think of the efforts that we saw with Pinberg and the Papa staff and everybody there in Pittsburgh who put on that incredible event, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, that's what Indisc is doing, but it does take a lot of volunteers, assistance, both physical, financial, mental, all those things, and we should really be thankful every time we have this and not expect it just to be there because it is a lot of work for those individuals. So if there's a way you can assist, please reach out to any of them. I'm sure they would appreciate it. It was quite the buildup. In fact, a lot of interaction too on Discord, which was a lot of fun, not only just for the trivia, but all kinds of information, updates. Thought that was really well put together. And then we get to this facility and there were just so many things to do. 
it was nice. There was a little free play area. That was fun. But there was so much tournament activity. It was just go, go, go. I mean, a lot of tournament activity. It began on Thursday with the Classics Target match play. That event won by Adam McKinney. I liked on IE Pinball how he thanked Sunshine Bond, and his wife, for a little bit of tips here and there on some of the games. Great couple. Wonderful players, both of them. And it was really nice to see Adam kick off with the big win. So Thursday, you could play in the Classics Target match play if you had been pre-registered. There were a few walk-ups because we had some weather issues, some flight issues, but still lots to do even if you showed up on Thursday because you could play in the high stakes event. You could play in the women's. And of course, you could play in the open. There was going to be a new champ this year because Eric Stone, the previous champ, couldn't attend because of his work commitments. He had told me back in Free Play Florida, it was kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation. He works for an NBC affiliate. The Olympics began. The timing just didn't work out for Eric. So we will get to that new champion. And all the champions, there was Classics 1. There was Classics 2. We mentioned the women's, the open, and even the high stakes. And if that wasn't enough, which it was, if you happened to show up on Wednesday, the day before... You could head to Anaheim and check out this little tournament. Going to Captain's Auction Warehouse, and I'm in a car right now. I think I'm on Highway 91. This is the scary part. Neil McRae is driving from the UK, and he is having trouble finding the steering wheel. Neil, you're doing a good job so far. Yeah, not bad. This, uh, unfortunately, there's oncoming traffic. I seem to be on the wrong side of the road, or rather everyone else is on the wrong side of the road. Well, thank God we have riding shotgun. Jonathan Soon, who's certainly a veteran uh, at Captain's. Jonathan, I think you're going to be doing the streaming tonight for, what's the event going on? Yeah, so basically there's going to be a pre-Indus tournament, and it is 2x multi-table, and I think six rounds, no finals. And you know, these are nice, happy people here to sort of add to the mix, just to kind of even things out. We've got Kate Martin here. Hi, Kate. I'm a ray of sunshine. <laughs> you were complaining about the sunshine in the car a second ago. I am a pale ray of sunshine. <laughs> this will be fun and it'll be nice to see Cece again, who you uh, did the women's tournament with at Expo. Yes, yeah, Cece was a huge help because she kept coming up to me and saying, hey, these parts of your game are broken. And I'd be like, thank you, but I don't know how to fix it. And then someone eventually would help. Thank goodness. Well, good job on that. And of course, uh, Whipped and everything else that you've done a lot for Bells and Chimes. And Neil, what's it been like in the UK for you and your uh, London club? Great. We had to rename. We're now no longer Flip Out. We're now called the Pinball Republic. Um, still in the same place, still the same great games. We're lining up for some big weekend tournaments, kind of whopper forms. So if you're in London, uh, come on down. We've also got UK Pin Fest at the end of August. It's a big show, our big pinball show in the UK in the middle of uh, England. Great venue and great people and great food. So come down if you're in if you're in Europe and at the end of August. Um, but yeah, we're all, we're all we're living with COVID. We're trying to have events. I've had a few events at my house and there's been a couple of uh, other events, but starting to get back to some semblance of normality, whatever normality ever was. But. Fingers crossed indeed, Neil. And Jonathan, okay, give us a little bit of this uh, Southern Cal scene. Where are some of the hot spots? All right, everyone knows about Ace Gogi. I'm just going to try to do this alphabetically. And that's obviously in Van Nuys. It's another location in West Hills. There's also Captain's Arcade Showroom, which is where we're heading now. That's a, definitely a great, a great hot spot. And then, of course, we have the Riverside Game Lab, where it's like right near Indisc, actually, like cat corner almost, if you actually want to get some, you know, beers and some games in. And, of course, Lake Alice is on the street. That's where the IE Pinball League meets. And then San Diego has a bunch of venues. They have uh, Brewskies, and they have Harbortown, a bunch of other places, Arrow Club, 
And one more thing, I want to give a shout out to Jay Collins, uh, runs Mission Control. It is uh, 50 Cent Games, and they're really well maintained because he literally lives like four blocks away. Jay Collins, one of the people behind Indisc, he's been doing a great job. In fact, his Roller Games is there, which is great because it's set up so that sudden death only happens every four times in the pit, which is better than playing random. And what's it like in New York? How are things in Brooklyn? Things are slowly getting back to normal. We've got uh, bells and chimes season. Finals are happening when I get back on Tuesday. We've had decent turnout, about 15 women every meet, and we're wearing masks and stuff to be extra safe, though most of us caught COVID in that big Omicron wave that happened. And I'm running a selfie team league, which has been very complicated. And those finals happen basically after I land. I go directly to run them Monday night. So pinball's alive and well in New York, I'm, I'm thrilled to say. Sounds good. New York, California, the UK, even up in Canada. Pinball's coming back and with a vengeance too. So thanks everyone. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Yay. Bye. Bye. Look who made it from Alabama here to Indisc. It's Chris Warren and Timothy Street. Timothy, aren't you supposed to be in school? Uh, it's college. They're way more lax on that. Take your college not too serious. You wind up like this guy. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jeff? <laughs> it's. Uh, I thought you'd be at the um, Crimson Tide Victory Parade. Oh, too soon? Uh, we've had our moments. This wasn't our year, but, uh, you know, I'm more about the pinball than the football anyway. Okay. Timothy? I mean, second place in a rebuilding year. You can't really get too mad at that. I know. And they're in the toughest division. I'll give you that. So how you been playing? Uh, not too bad today. Have you been out much, Chris, uh, since the pandemic and, and since we've kind of got things back going again? Is this your first biggie? No, uh, actually, I had my best weekend ever at Cincinnati recently. Yeah, that's a good one in December. Second on the first day and first on the second day. Holy cow. Yeah, me and me and Del Zappo got to uh, duke it out. That's pretty good. Timothy, what about you? I haven't been anywhere. Okay, so it's just nice to get out. Yeah. And how was traveling to get here? It's not bad. We, we were a little worried about the weather, but we just flew right over the top of it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Back to school for you, Timothy. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Every time we see this man, there's usually a lot of smiles behind a lot of people because of what he does with Project Pinball. Daniel Spoiler's here at Indus. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? Good, thank you. A lot of miles on the car, but for good reason. Oh, definitely. We did a trip from Florida all the way to California coast to be out here for a dedication and now at Indus. It's great to see you here, and the number of machines you put across the country is just spectacular. It's a lot of hard work. I don't know a person who says a bad word about you and your charity, and everyone wants to support Project Pinball. It's a grind, though. It's not easy. You're, you and Sierra do a wonderful job, but I know I want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate all your support over the years and everybody in this building. Uh, they are passionate about pinball, and they can realize what we're doing with the pinball machine when we give it to a family in need in one of these uh, hospitals or Ronald McDonald homes. Where can people find out more? Where's the website? Projectpinball.org. Daniel, safe travels and good to see you again. Thank you, Jeff. Always a pleasure seeing you, my friend. He came a long way to come to Indisc and it was pretty much worth it because he was a top three finisher at the Classics Target match play, Andrew Foster from the UK. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. I think I've only seen you twice on this side of the pond and both times pretty impressive so far at Indisc, but also I remember a few years ago at Pinburg seeing you on the big stage. That's right. The two and only times I've been to the States have been to pinball shows, and that's, that's right. So 
pricing, well, what would have been obviously before Corona, obviously pin burgers before Corona, so. It's been a while we miss it, but I'm trying to figure out, okay, so you've had two top finishes in your two appearances here in North America. Do I think, okay, we're not as good as the people in the UK, or you're just a damn good pinball player? It's one of, maybe it's both. <laughs> maybe both, but I always come over, I always give it my best shot. Pretty good. So how long have you been playing? Where are you playing in England? In England these days, there's not really that much of a pinball scene, although we have got speciality clubs such as Tilt, Flip Out, Domino. We've got Chief Coffee. We've got all the nice places to go, obviously. It's died out in the seaside towns. That's where I started. I played my first machine when I was two years old. I used to have to literally stand on the bucket to see over the top of the machine. I was too small when I started. That's um, good. Buckets are fine. Yeah, buckets are fine. Not when you get it. Not when you're a little kid and they get it. Yeah, get it excited, jump about, and they crack those as you play in. Oh yeah, use a ball for that. Yeah, you might wipe out for <laughs> sure. Now England's had a great tradition of incredible players. We know Martin from Pinball News was the yeah. champ for years and years. Peter Blakemore is another fine player. But who are some of the top players? Who are some of your rivals now? The highest top players in England were the likes of Rich Mallet and. Greg Mort, Peter Blakemore, obviously Martin's retired, Martin's semi-retired now. We've got Craig Pullen, who's a really, really good player. We've got Matt Vince, and apologies if I missed anybody off. <laughs> well, you didn't say Neil McRae, and I, I think he's going to be a little upset, but uh, we'll, just, we'll just throw him in there to be nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 just, we'll just mention him. Sorry, Neil, yes, he was meant to be included as well. <laughs> All the best. Thanks very much, Andrew. All right, thanks very much. Thank you. A staple in California, more on the northern side. Uh, Leslie Ruckman here. El Rucco, how you doing? Good, how are you? You had a pretty good card there I just saw on the women's. I did, finally. I was on the edge, so I can relax a little bit now. How great is that bank? You have to be thrilled. Like, that's a cool women's bank. The women's bank at Indisc is always really good. Like, yeah, it's nice. Jim gives us special treatment, I feel. <laughs> Right now, as we speak, sitting fourth and top 16 make it, so that'll be exciting. And uh, again, all these are being streamed on IE Pinball and they'll be vaunted so you can see perhaps Leslie win it all. How are you doing in the other tournaments? I did okay. I put some good games. I actually had like some really good scores, just all on different cards. You know, I've seen how you play. The first time I remember, remember clearly because we played head to head. I can't remember the game. Oh, it was fishtails. I was gonna say it's like an 80s, 90s game. It was fishtails, and just watching drop catch after drop catch. This is at Free Gold Watch in San Francisco. It was the first ever pinball profile world tour night, and. I said to you, Leslie, I'm like, does everyone know how to play pinball in San Francisco? Because it was ringer after ringer after ringer. Oh, yeah. We have a real tough group there. It's something. Yeah. The Free Gold Watch League has like 80-something people. And just every week, there's no easy groups. And friendly people, wonderful location. Uh, I first met Manu Smith there and uh, all the great people there. Jessica, I had a real kick out of, out of her. And uh, it, it's a good place. I assume City Champ's going to be big this year. Yeah, I think that's getting close to being announced soon. I'm really excited to have it back. I think it's end of summer, so uh, maybe I'll have to put that on my calendar. It was a lot of fun. It's great to see you once again. Thanks very much, Leslie. Thank you. Big win for this guy from Top Rope Pinball. If you smell what Rob's flipping, he's flipping a championship. He won the Classics 1. Congratulations, Robert. Thank you, Mr. Teolis. I appreciate that. Pretty intense stuff. Uh, you've always liked the Classics, but still, this is one of your biggest wins. And, and we're talking about a guy who's won the TPF Wizards Championship, but this was exciting. Yeah, it hadn't settled in yet which one is bigger. I mean, TPF main tournament championship was pretty awesome, but look at the field here. The top, what, top 20 players, there's all kinds of people here. It's just amazing to me, and it's uh, definitely a uh, boost in my confidence to be able to keep up with some of the guys I, I, I idol and watch play. 
Talk about your group of death in group one to get to the classic finals. This was top 32 making the playoffs, but that group of one, do you remember? Right, yeah, I walk in, it's Jermaine, Adam Lefkoff, and Kaylee. And I'm like, oh boy. And like, if you make it through that group, now your nerves are like, well, dang, I gotta make it through that group. Maybe I'll make it through all the rest of the groups. You can do anything, but that is true for pinball for everyone, right? I mean, anybody can have a good game, good balls, so you can have bad ones too, but uh, you're really zoned in. It was nice to see, and uh, I know one of your goals is to make IFA 18 in Germany. Sure thing. I mean, I've got a couple uh, small baby scores on my 20, so if I replace an 8 with an 80, <laughs> that's going to do me lots of good. Lots of good. We love watching you on Twitch. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you put in a lot of hard work, a lot of costume changes. Have you ever thought about maybe the theater? Uh, no. No, because um, what I do is is uh, for comedy purposes, not for talent purposes. You know, there's some unintended comedy in there, too. Just want to point that out. We love it. It's so much fun, and you can check it out on TPN. Robert, congrats on the big win. You're going to be on the banner. I know. The banner, better, banner number two. One at TPF and one here. It's going to be great. Man, that trophy is, is awesome, too. Well, there's a third one, too. I saw your name on a bathroom oh, wall oh for a good time. But that's another story. <laughs> thanks, Robert. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Take it easy. So many memories at Indisc from years past. And, of course, new memories here in 2022. And my last memory of being here was playing in the playoffs against this next person. And he beat me. But we're still friends anyway. Joe Lemaire. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you, Jeff? Do you remember the game? Ah, uh, I do not. My memory yeah. is garbage. See, when you beat so many people, it's just all a blur to Joe LaMary. It was Alice Cooper you picked. Oh, yes. Okay, yep. yep. Dirty pool. Yeah. Teolos never knows how to play it. Me being stuck in um, whatever the uh, upper playfield uh, mode is forever. I remember that now. But uh, I'll say this. You know what? Yeah, I didn't know the game, but it didn't matter. I remember you blew it up. I was standing beside John Cawson. He knows all his spooky games, and, and you crushed it. So how are you doing so far? Uh, not great. I see you're still playing in classics, or you lasted longer than me. Well, so, that's the uh, kiss of death. I just got knocked. I was ninth, so that oh, I was one job. point off. Oh, well. Hey, that, I got out in the first round, so congratulations Thanks, on at least buddy. getting ninth. You know what? When you come to Indisc, no matter how good a player you are, I mean, anybody can have some great success on three, four, five games, and, and then next thing you know, wow, you know, you're out. And that being said, it's a challenge to make any of these playoffs. Oh, it's brutal, yeah. I mean, and it's classic, so it's like you can just get terrible games that are just, you know, like I played Jungle Princess and I plunged the ball in five different places and I never could get the lanes up top. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Okay, can I say it? And I don't like to crap on games, but I can't stand games where you plunge, you won. That's true, yeah. But it, like games like that where if you get like you know bonus advances and upper lanes and stuff like that, it makes a huge difference. But on the other hand, like I played... Um, nine ball and I hit the skill shot and immediately died so yeah. you know sometimes even if you do make the right skill shot doesn't doesn't mean that the ball is going to make it to a flipper so it wasn't the juiciest spinner on nine ball but still a fun game but yeah I just think of that jungle princess jungle queen those type of games and uh, strikes and spares I mean I like both those games except for the plunge strikes and spares you don't get the B there goes your spinner yeah it's like Aztec I got uh, in qualifying I got really screwed by Aztec but yeah, I mean, some some of those games can be fun as long as they're not like too grossly balanced that way. But like, it's a huge thing like on games like Argosy too. If you can plunge and get it into the little over uh, rollover at the top or the switch at the top to get your gate, so it can make a huge difference. But you know, but they're all classics, and that's just the way it works. So what's next for you? Some New England Pinball League action, I assume. 
eventually when it comes back it's uh delayed March. right now yeah for now and see if it ends up coming back but um yeah right now it's just trying to right now i'm trying to just qualify in the open have you qualified yet jeff no comment <laughs> by the way we're, it's friday place. yeah it's friday there's lots of time there's not lots of time yeah I, I feel like just i'm uh i'm just chasing something that i can't get to some way somehow i've seen you pull it out and maybe you'll do it again good to see you again joe good to see you jeff Big winner in the classics, and how about this for our final round? Raymond Davidson, Keith Elwin, and Richie Terry, who really played well too, but you came out on top. Way to go. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing seeing like, everyone played so good all day, and those, those was a crazy final three. I mean, if you're going to win, it's you got to be against the best, and uh, the best were definitely there that day. And uh, I'm really happy with how I played. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing. I love this tournament, and... Uh, Classics aren't usually my forte, and that's what I've been really focusing on, so it's cool to see, you know, get something back from it, and, uh, yeah. I have to admit, I watched you in an earlier round of Paragon, and it inspired me a little bit when I had to play the game, but uh, you blew that up. You blew up everything, really, but what a nice mix. And this kind of format, too, you have to be great on all your games, but when you have 18 in the lineup, you pretty much have to have, I don't know, four top 10s, four top 20s to get in the dance? Yeah, it was more about having a number one and then having three not terrible games. That's one leader and you're dead. Which, usually getting a number one is really hard, but again, getting a number one when there's 18 different games to pick from, some of the scores are lower than you would think, just because there's less games being played on them. And uh, that's how I qualified both times. I had one really solid game that kind of boosted my other mediocre ones. It's very interesting for at least a classic standpoint having this many games for such a short period of time. It was like at one point in uh, the first day, if you averaged like the 12th score or something, that wasn't enough. It, you wouldn't have qualified with th uh, four top 12 scores. Like, it's a hard qualifying. I know you've been working with Ryan Wanger, a little bit Comet Pinball, but more Lions Classics. How's that? Oh, it's been great. I mean, I just kind of sit there. I get to play <laughs> pinball sometimes, fix games sometimes. But yeah, it's mostly sitting there. But uh, it's really cool meeting people because you, you can really tell like when someone walks in and they're not just here to play pinball, they're here to play pinball. Like they're here to learn. And that's really cool to see. And it's fun going up and talking to them, you know, maybe teaching them something or yeah, just meeting new people. I've said this to you before, but maybe not on Pinball Profile, but I do want to say this. You know, here is a guy who is going to be a number one player very soon in the world. He is certainly one of the world's greatest. But every time I'm playing you or I see others play you, you kind of ask people, do you know how to play the game? And you tell them how to play the game. And that could be giving away an advantage, but it still comes down to the shots. But I like that sportsmanship about you. Yeah, it, it, especially like when you see someone that steps up and they read the rule card and, you you know, I've played this game. Like, for example, it happened on Strikes and Spares, right? I'm playing Strikes and Spares and the person's reading the rule card. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, here, you shoot the B landing, shoot the spinner. And if the scoop's lit, you hit it. It's like, just stuff like that. Because if I'm playing well, I won't need that advantage, right? Uh, you know, and it feels a little unfair to, like, win through because I'm... Rules knowledge. Yeah, I'm great. Well, I'm very grateful because at home I have a bunch of games and I have arcades all around me, but well, not everyone has access to that. Well, it's good karma, too, and that's probably another yeah. reason why you're such a great champ. Congratulations, Esther. Thank you. There's always been a great source of pinball players, competitions, and uh, wonderful people, too, from the Portland, Oregon area. Here's another one. Billy Brown the third. How are you doing, Billy? I'm good. Sweating a little bit, even though I'm relatively safe, judging by the scores alone. 
but the tilt bob fell off of the game and the ruling was play on. So this is, we're talking about Royal Rumble right now. We're in the yeah. quarterfinals. Uh, Billy's got five points. Colin, who put up a great score, six points. So if one of those two win, you advance to the semis. And uh, yes. th this is when we're recording it. But by the time this airs, you could have won it all. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that very much. I, hey. I am not an expert at several of these machines. I picked my games carefully for my qualifying and I'm super thrilled to have made it as far as I did. Of course. Um, 280 people that are below you think you <laughs> are an expert at this game. I want to point out. <laughs> there are definitely some gaps in this lineup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's an interesting lineup. Mystery Castle, you, you never know where you stand in that game. You can't even see on the display. Yeah, um, that was consistently on my tickets. I was really comfortable on that one. Good um, shots. <laughs> it shoots very smoothly. Yeah. Yes. Um, the also, the, the tilt has a little leeway. I'm an extremely physical player. Yep. So I was gravitating toward all the games that um, have somewhat looser tilts. But I it's got to be nice for you to be back in SoCal, right? You were originally from here? Yes. Just walking around, it's really beautiful. Um, <laughs> especially in wintertime. Portland is beautiful in the springtime and the fall, but uh, <laughs> very a little bit gloomy in February, so this is a great vacation. You don't have to tell me, coming from Canada. Billy, all the best. Uh, I'll let you get back to your action. Thank you, Jeff. Pleasure talking. If you're ever looking for this woman at a tournament, find out where the playoffs are and maybe even the championships. Good chance you'll see Carrie Wing there. The women's champ at Indus, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I just found out that I won $850, which is great because I'm playing high stakes right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. It can get very expensive very quickly. But it's been a great weekend, great tournament, great run, like so many good games and good people. So I'm having a great time. In gambling, they call that you're playing with house money now. So uh, this is just, you know, maybe you can parlay it. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> but tell us about the women's championship. It was a good field and uh, top 16 made it. And uh, I guess you got to drive the bus there in the finals. Yes, um, I really liked the games that they chose for women, so that was helpful. And some of them had been used in previous in-disc events, and I was able to watch gameplay videos of them. So I got to where I was feeling fairly comfortable on most of them, which was a really good place to be. So yeah, I used a lot of my top picks early in the rounds, so later it was kind of a gamble. Like, do I pick something that I don't like as much, or do I defer and hope they pick one of my favorite games? So it got kind of interesting there in the end. This is some good advice. It's kind of next level for great players like yourself, Carrie. It's one thing to have the skills and practice those type of things, the drop catches, the bounce passes, tap if you can. It's another to have the game's rules knowledge, but you watched videos of the old games. That's next level. <laughs> I figured it's something other people do. I, I find out some people do, some people don't, but... First I heard of it. Really? <laughs> Mental note. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, one of my best like turnouts this year was um, the Wisconsin Super Series, which was a great event. And for that event, there was 100 machines, so it was a lot to study, and I wasn't sure if I was going to get through them all. But I made a spreadsheet and prioritized the ones that I knew versus the ones I didn't in the different eras, and I researched. I only got to 40 out of 100, but just knowing 40 of them really well helped me enough in that event across six tournaments. So the strategy of studying ahead of time has worked well for me. It can be little things like learning where the scoops go, how good are the flippers for bouncing, and where the shots are on the flippers. So, okay, I'm going to that Super Series in April. I better make some notes. Thanks for the lesson, Gary, and congratulations. Your name on the banner here. That's exciting. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a great group of women that played, and we had a lot of fun on that last game of barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Way to go. Thank you. It's been a few hours, so it's 
finally settled in, hopefully for you, although you're going to be feeling this for years to come. Zach McCarthy, the winner of the IFPA Open and the new world champion. How exciting is that? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I mean, you said it's been a couple hours, so it must have sunk in, but it, I don't think it has. It's just, I can't believe it, really. You're not going to be able to sleep tonight. No, there's no way. No way. 16, so impressive, and uh, what a field, too, to win against the competition you had to go against. Yeah, I mean... You know, everyone played amazing, and the competition is just insane. You know, there's so many good players. You know, it just it happened to be my day today, but, you know, in a lot of other scenarios, there's so many other great players that could have won this. So. It came down to a bunch of games. The final game, Mystery Castle. Would you have ever thought Mystery Castle? I mean, you practice, you learn the rules on everything. Did you know anything about Mystery Castle before coming into this? No, yeah, so... When Mystery Castle was announced, um, Escher said I might be good at it, and so he just told me how to play it. And so, yeah, first time I played it was here in the bank, and I played it. It ended up on my final ticket, so something was right there. So I was, I was glad that it was Mystery Castle instead of some of the other games on this bank. Colin Urban, great finish for him, too, coming second two years in a row. Pretty impressive, too. But I was thinking you were at a little bit of an advantage because with Mystery Castle, once you got into some of those modes, you never saw the score. And because you went fourth, Colin had no idea what he needed to get. He just knows, I can't drain. But, you know, he had to catch you there. And you obviously had the plunge off once you knew you won. But that's a big disadvantage for someone like Colin not being able to see the score. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate with a lot of the games of this era. You know, they just they did things that they weren't really thinking would affect tournament players, but it did. But yeah, you know, I got lucky a little bit on Mystery Castle with getting my um, skull a little early, and that definitely benefited um, with letting me take that win. Um, but yeah, as you were saying, like Colin Urban is just such a phenomenal player um, and played great like the entire tournament. Of course, you can see the stream on IE Pinball, and the finals began with a game of roller games. You want to talk about a deficit. You had 200,000 going into yeah. your last ball. I don't think you had—you might have one lock, whereas, you know, you had 1.3, another 1.6, and then you were way behind, and just a great ball, three. Yeah, that was that was also just another terrifying game. I mean, I, it, this tournament was filled with them, it seems. Um, yeah, just another a ball three comeback that, that worked out well this time. What it tells people, though, is you're never out of it. It doesn't matter. If you've got a ball, you've got a chance. Oh, yeah. No. All you need is one. All you need is one ball. One of my favorite lines on the stream was when Tim Sexton said earlier, as he's watching yourself, Zach, he's watching, of course, Asher, Walt Wood, who a lot of people really got to learn uh, his gameplay, Jordan as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's watching all of you guys blow this up, and he said, how does the machine know these guys are from Colorado? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something in the water in Colorado, I guess. Um, you know, it's great that we have such a like such an amazing competitive field there. You know, I think it helps us all just like become better players by playing against each other. You know, in our local monthlies and stuff like that. Pretty exciting. I know you won Pin Clash earlier last year. That was nice on Avengers. It was it was fun to actually learn the game from people like yourself. Mm -hmm. Expo was a close one too. You came second to Escher, mm -hmm. and uh, now you finally went over the top with a major world champion. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just amazing. What it, what a year it's been, really. I think you have many of these years to come <laughs> at such a young age and such incredible skill. Congratulations once again, Zach. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know her from the IFBA Women's Advisory Board, Kim Martinez. Her first trip to Indisc. What'd you think? Um, it was actually really wonderful. I heard that this was a new venue. I thought everything looked really well. I met a lot of our vendors now that I work with Marco, mm -hmm. you know, vendors that 
I know by name, but I haven't quite gotten to see and talk to face to face. So Ryan with Comet, uh, Jay with Scorbit. So a lot of different people that I've gotten to actually meet face to face. And that was enjoyable. This was quite possibly the most terrifying <laughs> qualifying format I have ever been a part of. The card format is terrifying. But now you can say you've done it. Okay, okay. so the fear factor's gone a little bit. You, no. No? <laughs> no. You're a great player, Kim. Come on. Uh, and no, I did not qualify for anything. <laughs> you're one of many here. Do you know how tough it is to qualify for this with that ticket? I do know uh, now, uh, and I also know that I am not a consistent player at all. <laughs> well, consistency is the key with this type of format, yeah. but you never know. You, you, a game you think might have been terrible, you don't know what everyone else did, you don't know what's on the tickets. It's interesting. That is true. Also, a game that you thought you did fairly decent <laughs> at, and then you look and you're like, oh, I'm you know 60th. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is a lot of fun. I'm sure you'll be back. You're doing great things with Marco. How are you liking it in South Carolina? Uh, it's uh, definitely warmer than uh, Ohio? than Ohio, especially right now. So I'm kind of happy. But no, I've had a lot of fun there. I've learned a lot in a very short amount of time. And it's been a very interesting growing process. And I've been, I'm really excited for the future. I'm really excited to do more with Marco. You're going to be forced to see me more often. Good. Uh, <laughs> no. Because I'll be traveling more. That's, but. that's great. I think everyone at Marco does a great job. You and Emoto Harney were here and did wonderful things and uh, keeping things going behind the scenes. And it's very, very important for big tournaments like Indus. So we certainly need volunteers like yourself. And uh, Marco's been such a wonderful sponsor. Again, it's the sponsorships that make this kind of thing happen. So, Kim, I'm glad you had a good time. I hope you and Emoto have safe travels back. It's nice to see you again. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I'm trying to figure out what this guy's title is because if you look at the apron on Godzilla, it's got some, I don't know what it says. I thought it was the designer, but what does it say in that corner? Uh, the scribble? Yeah. Well, that's your signature. Well, when you sign a thousand of those things, uh, yeah. Here he is from Stern Pinball and the high stakes winner and uh, well worth the wait. I know how tired you are, but uh, the money makes it easier. Keith Ellen, congrats. I can afford to get dinner now. That's, <laughs> Have that's you not fine. eaten yet? No. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be takeout, but, uh, yeah, you could buy dinner for a few people with that win. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, we were all dead tired, and that was part of the fun. But, yeah, it'd be nice if this was his own single-day event. It could be with the number of people that were in. Over 160, they had to expand the playoffs, but you had such a great showing in the whole tournament. And uh, I know how much you love Indus, because you don't get out to many tournaments, do you? No, not anymore. But uh, I always try to make it to Indus, because it's California. It's my home. So Got a chance to see some family and stuff, which is nice. Yep, got to see my family and uh, going to relax in Palm Springs for a couple of days before heading back to beautiful, snowy Chicago. By the way, we're loving the Godzilla updates. Pretty impressive. The cities mean something now, don't they? They do. Yeah, more to come. <laughs> a lot more, yeah. Only 0.9, so yeah, it's very exciting. Wow. But wow, uh, that high stakes final. So you've got yourself, you've got Escher, you've got Johnny Modica who made it uh, through. I think you helped him too in Taxi, by the way, when you uh, unlocked the balls, gave him an extra rip on the spin. <laughs> uh, I was just... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't trying that hard, but I didn't want to leave a locked ball. So. And Ray Day, he came in second place in high stakes. So what's it going to be like at Stern this week? Is there going to be a few words? No, I, I don't think oh, yeah, Ray, don't Ray, Ray, Ray doesn't even have an office. Yeah. <laughs> hey, congrats. I know you want to get something to eat. Keith, congrats. Thanks, Jeff. As you can hear, Indisc, another huge success. Mark it on your calendar for next year, whether it's going to be in January or February. It is the must-go-to for pinball activity, certainly for competitions. 
the passion of the organizers is really second to none, and we are so thankful for Indisc. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all the subscriptions, past episodes, and more. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Profile. Please join our Facebook group, and of course, you can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. It's good to be back. I'm Jeff Teolis. Oh, 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 oh